Hey, how's it going? It's Tim Brown, and this is the Hook Better Leads podcast, and I'm here with Martin Pettigrew. How you doing, man? Doing outstanding. Oh, you never ask. <laughs> From Monarch Roofing, if you didn't know, as well as Riva, and uh, we're going to talk about the recruiting machine that you've created, and I know that you guys are talking about that at the event this week a little bit, but um, talk to me a little bit about why you believe you're getting a higher caliber of person at your roofing company and how you're attracting those people? That's a, that's a great question, Tim. And it's a lot of factors. And you say, I build it. There's a, definitely a team involved with this. I'm very blessed. Uh, I have great people. And somebody asked me a few weeks ago, he says, what's your job? You know, when you look back at 15 years, what did it look like? What was your, your one thing kind of? Cause owning a business and you start, I started in the trenches. Uh, I didn't have a, a truck. People said you made fun of chucking a truck, but I was marting the caddy. So I'm starting the bottom, the bottom. So I did every single basically position um, in a company. But the one thing that comes back over and over is the recruiting. You know, mm. people that I meet, I'm always, there's always somebody in a company that I met. I'll talk about general manager, uh, uh, Rob, he was the Home Bill Association uh, president. I, I was working with him, I was on the board of director, um, and I looked up to him all the time. We just connected together and we started working together. So we talk about recruiting. Um, Mark, I, I used to go, he was a general manager at a restaurant. I used to go there every lunch so in the hope so he could come um, do an interview with me. So a lot of recruiting comes from, you know, if you're owner or a CEO, at one point that the magnet that you bring around and people get uh, maybe attracted, that that's probably level one. I would say that's mm -hmm. a priority. Um, so you're always thinking about this is this doesn't turn off when you go to a restaurant. You're thinking I want high performers. I am going in places thinking about how do I find another high performer. Yeah, all the way. So wherever it is, because people can, who, I don't travel much, but there's always somebody somewhere that you could be uh, in touch with. And you feel, you feel that when you meet somebody that's special. So I want to find out more, I want to find out more. And if it works out, great. If it doesn't, you know, sometimes it, it's not a good match. We had a lot of people that I really want was going after, after mm. doing interviews. It was not a good fit either. So you just don't know. But I want to meet as many people. And I think... Um, you know, there's no easy button. Everybody's looking for easy button. Just like SEO, right? Like, hey, Tim, I'm going to give you a bunch of money. Give me some bunch of leads. You know, there's a little bit more work to be done. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I don't know your, your trade as much, but um, but okay. So the recruiting part, recruiting part. It, it, a few years ago, um, probably three years ago, I, I got really upset. Tim. I go to the office and we're looking for an inside sales and we can't find an inside sales. Like how the heck can we not find inside sales? And I walk in the office, the HR, I'm like, what the hell is the matter with you? Emma, it was her name. And why we cannot find an inside sales? And she's like, Martin, I'm trying. I say, you know what, screw that. I'm gonna do it myself, you know? So that's one problem with owners or wherever, you know, sometimes we do that. But <laughs> I think the best way to do it sometimes, and I regretted that because that creates negativity. You don't yeah. want to do that for yeah. anybody, you know, lesson learned on me. Uh, but I started doing it. Um, and do it yourself. Uh, John Maxwell talks about this. We want to do something, learn it first, then you can teach somebody else. Um, so I went through the pain to do the interview. So it was, um, we started doing Zoom interviews. So we started doing 10 minutes. It was really five minutes interview for our first interview because we found out that a lot of people didn't show up. I think the, the stat is like 42% of first interviews don't show up. So mm. I was doing 30 minutes interview at first um, in the office and people wouldn't show up. So I would waste hours, you know, mm. at a time. So we started doing five, 10 minutes interview, Zoom interview only, uh, sending link through uh, Indeed and Vibe. Because you kind of know sometimes quick. <laughs> What's that? You kind of know sometimes uh, quick. Yeah. yeah, and it's just like, okay, so if 42%, and I'm making that number up, okay? You yeah. have to, to look it up, but it was a, a strong stat. It's that over sounds 30%. Real. Sounds real. So I'm like, well, 
if I can do five minutes, if they show up, and then we find out the second interview, if they show up the first interview, they show up for the second interview, at like 95% of the time. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay, so I can just do that and filter half of the people. Mm. Um, and then we would send them a disc, disc assessment. Um, that's a personal mm. assessment, how people learn and yeah. communicate with others. We, we're very big on this, I'd yeah. say like, um, and there's a lot of debates about this, but about 60% yeah. of our hiring process, you know, that it weighs into who we're gonna hire or, or, or really what position we're gonna place him to. Mm. Not so much we're gonna hire or not. If they um, have our leadership abilities, especially, we probably can find a position for them. And then we set up the second interview uh, on Zoom as well. And then the third interview is in person. We always like to do a, a test. If you're an uh, outside salesman, um, in interview, the first interview, everybody wants a job, right? But mm -hmm. they always say, the one question is, have you been on a roof before? Yeah. Can you climb a roof? Because outside sales, it's a requirement, yeah. right? The roofers, people will say, well, of course, if you're gonna work for a roofing company, you're gonna go on roof. But sometimes they just apply to a billion jobs. Yeah. So we test them, if they can go on roof or not. As simple as it sounds, mm -hmm. we got a, a lot of people that could not go on roof. So um, mm. instead of hiring them and you've spent a month training them, you find out it, they don't want to go on the roof or or, or other things like videographer we give him a, um, a little task I and mean, how long does it take to get the video back yeah and get quality i like the little test in addition <laughs> um i'm gonna zoom out for a second and ask because i just recently finished your book the roofing machine if you haven't checked it out very very good book there's not there's not that many good books about roofing yet so this is a really good one go check <laughs> well, it out thank you thank you man great, appreciate that great read um you were a valet was yeah. it a valet? Yes. For a while? How long were you a valet for? Years. Years, Tim. What um, did you learn in valet? Because I was also a valet for years. Yeah, years. yeah. Yeah. Um, what did you learn as a valet that you apply now to what you're doing? Well, first, doing things that nobody else wants to do. Okay, so valet. I, lo I love valet. It's night job. Nobody wants to do that. And working on a Saturday night, it was the biggest, busiest night in the valet and the clubs here they close at two o'clock so nobody wanted to work that night because everybody would come out and you had to get everybody's car it would be it would yeah, i did overnights chaos. as a valet for a long time i would yeah it's it's not yeah there's a lot of things that suck about it but yeah but yeah. it's great like nobody wants to do it all right let me have it and i found out that that night i could go home earlier so after i would work all day six days and, and a little bit on sundays but the Saturday night was great because Sunday morning I didn't have to to get up, you know. Mm -hmm. So it was great. And if I could save a couple hours after working 80, 90 hours a week, uh, I, w I, w I love that. So do things that uh, no nobody else wants mm. to do. And really, um, man, the, the biggest lesson I learned is I was parking cars. It really triggered uh, Monarch. And I think I'll talk mm -hmm. about it a little bit in the book. Yeah. But um, I was parking cars for guys that had nice F-250, mm -hmm. Tim. They had Hummers. They had diesel truck. Yeah. Like, and they would come in the club till the morning, like two, three in the morning. So they were spending money and they would have a lot of fun. Yeah. So I was working valet and I was working the golf course. I was, I would say like eating crumbs, you know, mm -hmm. I, I slept in my car a lot of times playing golf tournaments and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I couldn't really make means and these guys were blowing money away. So that made me like curious. So I started to find out about what they were doing, but long story short, they were all contractors. They were siding, um, drywall, they, they, they did a lot of uh, windows. Um, so um, I was curious, like, how did you guys can get up in the morning? Because I don't know too much about construction at that point. But I said, how do you get up in the morning? If you had a club till two, three in the morning, you gotta get up at six, I would assume, because it's sunrise to sundown, right? Mm -hmm. um, and something, and that was a trigger right here. They said, it doesn't matter, Martin. If we go up tomorrow, we get fired from the job, we get another contractor to hire us. That was 2007, it didn't matter. The mm -hmm. price were high, 
everybody was begging for for, for labor mm-hmm. for contractors so at that point and it took me a long time and we talked about take the con out of contractor yes. you know yeah but it was my fuel and, and to this day i'm telling you i'm driving around even if it's a any roofing contractor if it's if it's a, like a, i would say chalk in a truck with a magnet like it, it doesn't matter if i'm in town or out of town like i get i get upset i'm like ah, oh, i gotta get better because that means that guy found a way to sell a roof that it would, we did not sell so we gotta get better at sales we gotta get better mm. at serving a community because we can provide the best installation, the best service, and the best uh, warranties at anybody else. And That's very motivating. That's the why. That's <laughs> and the I, why and, I, and why you got to close deals. And Tim, I'm telling you yeah. this, okay, and I, it feels like I'm negative on, on contractors, but I was Marty in a caddy. So I started with nothing. So I feel like I can talk like this about uh, mm-hmm. dominating our market because I really feel like I came from the bottom of the bottom, right? So yeah. um, just a passion to, to you know, I, I say like a crusader. I don't know if... Um, uh, that makes sense, but yeah. that, that, that's where the passion came in. So it's it's endless. It's not about like money. That, yeah. There's no there's no end game. There's just I feel that passion. about our marketing stuff too. Like I, it, it kind of bothers me if they go with somebody else, not because of the money, but because I literally think that we can do better than that other. Yeah, you like, should have that. You know, you should have whatever you do. You should have that vibe about what you do that you you got it down. Um, okay, I got one last question. I know we're going a little long. Um, what about? When you're filtering for people, you're looking for certain mindsets. And I know that some people just, you know, go away after a while. That it happens. You also filter on the job. But what are you really looking for in that person? What are you looking for as signs in those conversations? Especially if the conversations are quick yep. and you don't know. But like what are you looking for? Great question. I mean, leadership is number one. I don't care about, I don't really care about experience. It always plays a role into it, but leadership, uh, what role they have in, in the past. And, and we believe in the crown. That's our, our acronym for our core values. So consistency, real, own it, winners win, and no excuse. And I look for opportunity for somebody to give us excuses when they're talking. Mm-hmm. Mm. So we say like, we don't want people that they're soft, you know? So mm. like everybody's got excuses. There's always like, if I, I'll tell you like, have you have struggle in your life? Like, of course you have struggle in your mm. life, right? Like, mm-hmm. you, but we're here today, you know? So it's not about what went wrong or unlucky yeah. bounce. I, you know, I play golf a lot. Like I, I remember yeah. telling golf stories or, but like uh, um, somebody that's, that's, that's really like a uh, humble, real, um, it doesn't have to be, um, Hey, hey, man, I, I keep thinking about this, and Cody's right here, but one of the best ever uh, hiree was probably the worst interview we ever had, Tim. You know, hmm. it was the worst. Um, That's so And funny. I'm sorry to tell you this, but he's doing phenomenal now. He was a Marine. What's his name? Cody. Dude, I have a Cody on my team, and he had the worst interview ever, too, and now he's, like, the best. There's a thing. So he's, if you like, one of Cody, our, our best people. <laughs> so That's awesome. Yeah. I love it. So it's it's about uh, leadership trait, and it was uh, it was not like it was short answers. So it's like, hey, Cody, uh, how many hours do you want to work? Whatever you got, you know, uh, do you, what do you know about roofing? I don't know anything. What do you want to do? Whatever you want. Like it was like this. So I, I gave him it was a joke around, but I called. I him asked with, our dude, what was your biggest mistake? I was like grilling him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're tough. Yeah. My interview was really short. I'm like, all right, I'll see you tomorrow. And he showed up, and, and he, he learned from uh, you know a relentless mindset, and it's something I don't know if you can teach that it's in him and he's doing phenomenal from picking up trash on the job site to superintendent field manager to production manager sales completely different department and now it's general manager of a 40 million dollar business and what did you see in him let's just keep talking about Cody what did you see in him in that interview that that brought him through 
into the job. The, the realness. He, he was real. Like, the answer is, I know he's not, but it's it's hard because when he's talking to you, like, whatever you got, I'm ready to work. Like, yeah. he's looking in your eyes like, I call Mark after I said, 2% chance this guy is going to show up tomorrow. Like, he's yeah. BSing me. Yeah. to get a job yeah. but he showed up but the way he was asking you don't know till you hire because yeah. i'm telling you 97 percent of time i would like i would not either he show up at the office would do zoom interview he just show up like <laughs> bro it's supposed to be online all right just you're here come on you know so there's so many bad things that happen but he was so real and passionate and looked like he really wanted yeah. like because that's what really matters there was no do excuse. you want to do I, I feel like that's what i'm always filtering for like do you want this because i don't want to sell you a job no, no. I want you to want this. If you want this, we can figure out the other stuff. You know what I mean? If you want this, we can figure out how to make it work. But you got to want, I mean, you got to be kind of a high performer, but you have to want it. That's like number one. Yeah, but how do you find out? So, but in the biggest, I could say like the biggest mistake I can see, like I don't know how you find, like it's, you know, I'm doing, I've done hundreds of interviews. I'm still doing a lot of interviews now. That's how picky and I care how much uh, about this. Uh, don't, rush people. don't rush it, don't rush it. And it's like uh, somebody, uh, Carla was doing uh, some slides for, for, for tomorrow and she put a Hulk. She's like, even if you don't know the how, the process perfectly, if you have Hulk, you can lift the entire like a mm. car he can lift so much on his back as a leader so it doesn't really matter how the process if you hire a high level people uh makes a big difference but That's things big. that things that i've seen interviewer do that was a mistake is uh throw as an interviewer like you should ask questions don't throw up on them because you want them to work for you like and it's so easy to do this and it's mm -hmm. hard if you're like oh of course you'll yeah record yourself because it happens and we had to even if i guess hey Tim, stop doing this whenever you're asking questions. Keep to the questions and have them want the job. You gotta mm. feel that they want it. Because if you yeah. give them the answer, they're gonna give it to you the answers. It's, yeah. they wanna work for you, right? Yeah. You wanna work for you. So they're gonna tell you what you wanna hear to get a job. And you're so. feeding them the answers because you're talking too much. It's so easy to do, yeah. so easy to do. That's big. All right, well, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Appreciate hey, you. pleasure, man. Thanks kind so much, You Jim. did a lot of content in a row just now before this, so that's why we're wrapping up. Uh, where should they go to check out Reva? RevaImpact.com. Follow us on YouTube, social media, uh, Instagram, uh, definitely in LinkedIn. You can follow me on LinkedIn. A um, lot of content out there that we give away, man. We want to impact the industry. That's very important. It's not about the money. and It's never been about the money, but we're very successful with Monarch, with uh, other businesses that we have. Um, it's really to give back to this roofing industry so we can serve uh, homeowner better at the end uh, to provide them with what they deserve the best. And, and check out the roofing machine on Amazon. And uh, the podcast is put on by hookagency.com, hookagency all over social. Thank you so much. Bye. Thanks for having me, man. Yes, sir. Awesome. Thank you. Thank Great you. question, man. That was, that was good. Easy. Uh, Hopefully they're not.